Good evening. Good evening, everybody. I am Demetria Ross, and I appreciate you guys tuning in, whether you're live or catch the replay. And I appreciate the power team just inviting me to this platform to be able to discuss credit. Before we jump into what I wanted to discuss, I want to introduce myself. As you see on the screen, I am Credit Repair by Demetria. My name is Demetria Ross, and I'm the owner of Ross Financial Solutions. It is a credit restoration company, and I assist my clients with building their credit to qualify for home ownership, lower interest rates, and just overall credit improvements. So this platform I wanted to use to be able to answer any questions about credit, credit building, um, any specific negative items on your credit reports, and anything like that. So I really appreciate you guys tuning in and we will jump right into it. As I go along, I'll be discussing a few things that I have set to discuss here and I'll also be answering any questions that you guys may have. So um, one thing that I wanted to touch on immediately is just the whole credit repair process. And the reason that I thought that that was important is because, as you guys know, I get on with Miss Labrita um, on, I believe, Mondays, at least once a month. And we are discussing the home buying process as well as how, how credit repair goes along inside of that. And people go and they are ready to buy a home and sometimes they're really just not prepared. And the first thing, one of the very first things, aside from income, of course, is making sure that you are credit worthy, making sure that you'll be able to afford the house as far as, you know, of course your debt to income ratio, but also making sure that your credit scores will qualify for you for a home. So that is the very most important step because they're going to ask for a pre-approval. So if you go searching for a realtor and you want to go look at homes, you don't want to waste that realtor's time and that you're not even ready credit wise. So it's very important to not wait till the last minute when you're wanting to buy a home. I always suggest getting your credit ready at least a year out. And the reason is for that is because credit building takes time and that's whether you have negative items or not. And um, as far as the negative items, that's what we do in credit repair. If you come to me or any credit restoration company, we're really going to analyze your credit reports, see where you're at, and set up an action plan. Usually the action plan starts with looking at all three credit reports and scores, looking at the negative items, looking at the items that you already have reporting to build positive credit, and seeing what is needed to get you either higher scores or a healthier credit profile. So uh, what I wanted to immediately go ahead and discuss is how a credit score is made up. So that will be important to whether you're building your own credit, you're working on removing negative items through your own process, you're with me as a client, or you're with any other credit restoration company, or you know you just don't know where to get started and you're trying to decide if you should go with the credit repair company or you should tackle this thing on your own. Okay, so the first step that I let everybody know and how to pull their credit reports. Of course, we have freeannualcreditreport.com. Through the pandemic, that actually did change a little bit. You were able to get your credit reports a little bit more frequently. And you have apps like Credit Karma that are free. You have Wallet Hub. You have CreditWise if you're with Capital One. There's plenty of ways out here to get your credit scores for free. But it really depends on where you're getting those scores from. 
So to answer how the credit score is made up, it is made up of five categories and this will be able to help you determine in which spots you actually need assistance in and boosting your scores. So the number one and the biggest um, makeup of the credit score is 35% of the credit score that's payment history. That's the number one reason why most clients enter into a credit repair program is because they have a bad payment history or a less than perfect payment history. So in payment history, they're looking at how you handled your accounts in the past. Did you pay your accounts on time? If you paid them late, how frequently were they late? How recent were they late? Um, the payment history includes all your old and negative derogatory accounts like bankruptcies, charge-offs, medical debt, um, late payments, hard inquiries. Uh, well, actually, that's a little bit different. So all of your payment history that you had open accounts is really just looking at if you paid those accounts on time and if you were late, how often you were late. So that's 35% of your credit score. That's the biggest reason that people enter into a credit repair program. Also, uh, the next biggest is 30% of your credit score that is amount owed. So most of that is going to be on revolving accounts and that that is usually credit cards. That's why anyone will tell you when you're trying to build up your credit scores that you absolutely need credit cards. I cannot stress to you guys how often I have people that I'm sorry, that are enrolling into credit repair, that are trying to buy a home. And there's so many different reasons that they're not ready for a credit card or they feel that they're not ready. They're afraid of credit cards. Maybe they had a bad experience in the past, but it's very hard to get higher than a 700 credit score if you don't have credit cards. It's really, really hard to build up your credit score without active credit cards. So the amounts owed are 30% of your credit score. And when you do get, do get credit cards, it's going to be looked at as far as how much you owe on those accounts. So if you have a credit limit of 200 and you're using $200 of that credit limit, then you may have a very low score or experience a high decrease when it comes to credit reporting because the credit score is calculated based on how much you owe on a specific account. The next most important category because it's the next highest is 15% of your credit score. That is length of credit history. So with this category, most people have student loans on their credit report. That is most people's longest standing account. That's most people's longest open account because maybe you went to school 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. And that student loan, even though it may be closed, it may be in positive status, negative status, that age is helping. So if it's a positive status, usually I let people know, I'm sorry, usually I let people know to not do anything to that account. Even in my program, we're not touching positive student loans because if we get them removed, it could drop your scores. So even the question, um, just to touch on that category a little bit more, people have questions about closing credit cards. And if you don't have a lot of history, if your accounts are newer, or if you have, maybe if you started off with a subprime credit card, like your uh, Credit One or Total Visa or any of these credit cards that allow you to get approved with less than perfect credit, and then you improved your credit and now you're ready to get rid of that card, usually it will be advised not to close the account because if it's a long-standing account, then it's actually going to hurt your credit scores if it's closed out and removed. 
or if that is one of your larger credit limits. So it, it really depends. Um, so with the next two categories, they are small, but they are very relevant in new credit that is hard inquiries. That's not applying for credit too much. If you apply for too, too much credit too fast, you build up a lot of hard inquiries on your credit and that can hurt you. The also, the, another thing that's calculated into that is how new the accounts are. So applying for too many accounts too fast can hurt your average age of credit because every time you actually open an account, it calculates and that account is considered new. The more that you let that account age, the better that category is and you'll gain some of those points back. And then the last I wanted to touch on before I get into the next question is credit mix. That's really, really important because even though it's only 10%, it's calculating to your scores, of course, but also lenders look at that to see that you can handle different types of credit. So you want to make sure that you have open installment accounts. Those are your mortgage accounts. And most people building credit, they may not have a mortgage yet. So that's your student loans, your auto loans, personal loans, credit building accounts like self. Fingerhood also reports as an installment account. And there's a few different loans out here. As long as it says installment account and you're good in that category, then you're helping your credit mix. That's 10% of your credit score. Also making sure you have a credit, good credit mix is revolving accounts. That's where it comes in saying that you need credit cards. If you have a good mix of credit cards and installment accounts, that is going to help that category and give you that 10% of the credit score that's calculated. I believe the question was how, or I'm sorry, what are the top three credit building cards? Uh, with, with my clients, I always advise to do a pre-approval first. And that's going to allow to be able to see if you can get pre-approved for a card without a hard inquiry before doing an official application. So I would always suggest number one, Capital One because they are really good with giving credit cards, whether it's secured or unsecured, you'll do a pre-approval. They'll let you know what card you're approved for, and then you'll go ahead and build your credit that way. If you fill out the pre-approval application, it brings back offers, then you um, move forward with the official application. At that point, it's a hard inquiry if you go ahead and open the account. Also, Discover is really good because they have a pre-approval pre application. So if you do a pre-approval with them, they will also let you know if you qualify for secured or unsecured. And that's going to be very important in knowing if you need to be able to put your own money on a card to build your credit scores or if you need to be able to um, get approved for credit without, uh, I'm sorry, one second. I'm so sorry about that. So yeah, I was just saying that Discover will be able to offer that pre-approval and let you know if you qualify for secured or unsecured. That basically means either you have to put your own funds on the credit card to build your credit scores, or they will offer you credit a credit limit without you having to use your own money. 
I appreciate that. Thank you so much. But those are really important because um, the number one reason is because it's very hard. Like I said earlier, it's hard to get approved for credit without either starting with secured cards or if you have a low amount of negative accounts on your credit reports, then it's easier to get approved for credit cards versus if you have to start with um, negative items and trying to go out and get a secure card or a um, or an unsecured card. So those are definitely three that are two that I recommend. If you are not able to get approved for either of those companies, we actually have our own secure card that's co-branded and that allows you to be able to be approved with no score requirement. So no matter what your credit score is, we're usually able to approve most applicants for the credit card with a 200 to $500 secure deposit and build your credit scores that way. So yeah, that is, um, that's vital. Um, the reason that I always let people know entering the program uh, into my credit repair program or any, even if you're working on your own credit, it's, it's very, very important that you have credit cards because if you don't have credit cards, if you're working on your own credit or if you're in the credit restoration program, once you start removing negative accounts and you see them coming off and they're being reduced, you are basically clearing your credit profile. So if you are clearing your credit profile and you don't have open negative or I'm sorry, open positive reporting accounts, especially credit cards, you will either see your credit scores stay the same or they are definitely going to drop because you're getting rid of any accounts pretty much on your credit report. So that's vital when you're trying to see how you need to build up your credit scores. And um, one question that I always get when people are considering getting into credit repair, uh, one thing that I know for sure is people always want to know, does credit repair work? And if any negative items are removed from their credit reports, will it come back? So those are the main questions that I get. And the first I want to always answer honestly, credit repair works if you do the work. Um, I can do my job and I can let you know what you need to do, but it's really not going to work if you're not holding, holding up your end. And the reason I say that is because I have clients even sometimes from other credit repair companies and they've got all these negative items deleted or even in my program we've got all these negative items deleted and you've been told maybe what you need to do to build your credit scores but you haven't in when when it comes to getting credit cards so that is one thing to consider when you want to say does credit repair work you want to make sure that you're doing the work as well um credit repair and credit restoration are actually pretty much the same so i'll go back to other questions so i don't forget this because so, sometimes it disappears from the screen sorry so credit repair and credit restoration are pretty much the same so um credit building is a little bit different because with credit repair you're essentially repairing the credit report and that is making sure that you are reducing or trying to get rid of as much negative as possible and credit restoration pretty much is the same. Credit building can be the same or credit rebuilding it can be the same, but it really depends on where you started. So if you're just looking to build your credit, maybe if you approach a credit restoration company or credit repair company, they may let you know, hey, you may not need credit repair because you don't have negative items. So repair restoration are used kind of interchangeably because you're really just trying to create a healthier credit profile by removing or reducing the negative accounts versus where you need to build credit and 
you may not qualify for credit repair, we will let you know, hey, you need to add this credit card. You need to add this installment account. You need to create a healthier credit mix in order to um, build your credit score. So that is that. Um, what I was also going to touch on is um, clients asking if an account is removed from your credit report, will it come back? So that is very, very popular because usually before you enter in a credit repair program, most clients have already tried to tackle their credit report on their own, or they've been with another company and, you know, things didn't work out, or they've had the experience where negative items were removed and then they came back later. So just being totally transparent and honest before I let anybody into our credit repair program, I'm usually trying to get on a consultation with them or speak to them in some way. Most of the times I'm messenger and letting them know, you know, by law, I can't guarantee anything, but we'll work very hard for you. One thing about any negative items removed from your credit report, it's not bankruptcy. So bankruptcy, you are going to, you are going to be able to have all of your old debt waived. So you won't be responsible, for, depending on the type of bankruptcy that you file, you won't be responsible for any of the old negative debt that is included in bankruptcy. That's not what credit repair is. Credit repair is reducing the negative items on your credit report to try to create a healthier credit profile and increase your credit scores through that as well as building credit. So if a negative item is removed from your credit report, 100% you are still liable for that debt unless you were a victim of identity theft or that was something in the process that truly said that that credit account didn't belong to you or you know it was out of the statute of limitations or if it was not reportable there's still 99 percent of the chance that that debt is still yours and it still needs to be taken care of that's the biggest misconception about credit repair is just because it does not show on your credit report that it's not your debt i let my clients know one option is when it's removed from your credit report to go ahead and take care of it. Either you, especially if your goal is homeownership, like very soon, you can settle the account, you can pay it in full, you can negotiate a lower payment, you can even make payment arrangements on it. That's one option. And most people don't take that option and understandably because you can have 20 items removed from your credit report and the chance that one or two may come back on your credit, that's, that's kind of what that ratio is. The second option is if you don't immediately take care of that account, I'm sorry, it's kind of dark. <laughs> if you don't immediately take care of that account, the second option is to wait to see if it's sold to a new collection agency. And most times it may be. So that's where you know you have a good indication that you want to go ahead and take care of that debt that was removed from your credit report. So if I get an account removed, usually the credit score is going to go up because it's removed any negative account any reference of that account is off your credit report so most likely your credit score is going to go up if it's removed you can go ahead and take care of it if you don't and you get a letter in the mail letting you know that this xyz company now owns this debt if you don't contact us within 30 days then we'll assume that the debt is valid and put it on your credit report that is the best indication that you want to go ahead and take care of that debt once it's removed or else that's where it comes in that, that that account can be reported back to your credit. And then I believe the question was, how long does it usually take to get results or a credit score increase once you enter the program? That really varies. 
it varies from client to client, from credit report to credit report, and even in your own th- uh, three credit reports. The reason is because every credit profile is different. You have different types of accounts reporting. You have different balances. You have different ways that you try to attack old negative accounts. Maybe you try to work on them yourself. Maybe you were with another credit repair program. There's so many different reasons why everybody gets different results. But I do let most clients know that most clients in our credit repair program do get results within about 60 days. That does vary again, and it's changed a little bit in the pandemic and only because the credit bureaus had a little bit more time to process disputes. So it's kind of coming back to what it was uh, pre-COVID and it's, it's still usually that 60 to 90 day time frame. And I would say about, just say 70% of my clients come to me with no open credit cards. That is going to usually be the fastest way to get a credit score increase, whether you are with a credit repair company or not by adding a credit card to your credit um, reports. So yeah, there's a few different things, um, even as far as deletions. If I get an account removed within 30 days for one client, that may not be the same for another client. It may actually take three, four, five, six months in order to get a negative account deleted. And that's because we are building up a case to try to reduce negative accounts. So every month we're actually pointing out errors, we're pointing out violations to build up a case to get negative accounts off. So that's really why most clients have different results because just bottom line, every every credit report is different, has different errors. Um, has different types of accounts reporting. So that's still, like I said, the, the standard time frame usually. And just to touch on that a little bit more, I believe the fastest that Ross Financial Solutions has got anybody results was nine days. And that's usually because the client can see their credit reports before I can, and that the credit monitoring service that we use, it updates every 30 days. And then if a client is looking at Credit Karma, they have a way of seeing it sooner that any changes have reported to their credit. So I've had a client as soon as nine days after I processed their file, he let me know, hey, we see results, we see credit score increases, we see accounts dropping off. And then of course I didn't see it until about two, three weeks later. And then the longest, and it, it can happen, it's rare, but it's very possible. So that's why it's important to be patient in credit repair. The longest that we've actually had somebody go without any negative accounts removed is seven months. The ideal credit score to qualify for a home, it really depends on the credit program, I'm sorry, on the home loan program. Um, FHA is a lot more, Depending on where you are, FHA is better for a lot of clients because they have a a better credit score requirements and better ways to get into a home. So I would say FHA actually changed a little bit throughout the pandemic. So they went as low, or I'm sorry, they went as high as I believe 640. And as the pandemic has went on, they had dropped their credit score requirements back to 580. I personally don't recommend anybody get a home with a 580 because the interest will be outrageous. Usually improving your credit score every 20 points, I believe, helps and lowers your interest rate. So the goal right now, I'm 
when I when my clients get to a 580, we're not usually looking at buying a home because I don't want them to have to have an outrageous down payment. I don't want them to have to have a very high mortgage and I want them to have the best interest rate possible, especially if they can be patient and wait till their credit scores improve. So I'm usually, even through my program, advising our clients, wait at least until you get to a 620, even though you can qualify before, but the requirements with a 580 are much more harder to get a home loan. So it's really just best to wait until you get a minimum of 620. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on. And then just credit repair overall, it just takes patience. It takes time. It takes patience. If you are considering getting into a credit repair program, I would advise you to really look at your situation and make sure that you are prepared to ride it out and see it through to the end. And that's because, like I said, it can take time to get results. It can take time to get those accounts removed. By law, no credit repair company can actually guarantee results. And if they are, I would kind of go the other way because um, sometimes there is unethical things being done and kind of things that may get you in trouble if somebody is guaranteeing results. But it takes time. If your goal is home ownership, I always let people know that you want to plan for that. You don't want to say, hey, three months from now, I want to buy a home, especially if your credit score is not where it needs to be. If you're in the fours, if you're in the fives, if your FICO scores are not at least a 620 then I'm letting you know, hey, you need, you need to build credit. You need to um, either try to dispute these items yourself, see if you can find errors or things like that, or get with a credit repair specialist to see if you can go through a program, go through the full dispute process, and allow time for negative items to come off your credit report and go through credit building. But yeah, um, I, I want to make sure that um, when I'm on that we are um, having the chance to even even as far as Q and A's, I, I'm able to answer any questions as far as your own personal credit reports, especially you know if it's just a, a quick question or if it's not too detailed. I'm open to answering that. That way, if you were considering even a consultation, then we can touch on some things. Um, I do have special. Do I have okay? So currently, the program that I offer is paper delete. So pay per delete essentially means that when you enroll, you don't actually pay for anything monthly unless, um, I'm sorry, actually the only thing that you're paying for monthly is your credit monitoring. But you enroll, you pay the enrollment fee. Right now that's $199. I did run a special for June since that was a new plan that I introduced, but the enrollment fee right now is $199. After that, you don't pay anything monthly. There's no monthly fees because we are paying for results. We are really paying for accounts that are being removed. So if you get in, you enroll, and say it takes a while to get a negative accounts removed, you don't actually have any payment for your service until any derogatory items come off your credit report. So even if you're getting score increases, even if you see credit improvement, um, you're really not gonna have any payments due to my company until negative items are removed and that pay per delete is $50 per item per bureau. So for example, if I get a negative item off your credit, just say a $1,000 medical debt. If I get that removed, then that means if it's removed from all three credit bureaus, the only thing that you'd actually pay for that account is $150.
Great question. So if an account is verified, that basically means that it was proven to be yours. It was proven to be reporting correctly. It was proven to not have any errors as far as um, the 27 different things that are looked at on a credit report. So most times when an account is verified, it's verified inaccurately. And that's because a an electronic system does this. You, you're, you're usually not having any human eyes look at your disputes. So if an item comes back verified, we're usually process, processing a file every 30 days to be exact. Sometimes it's it can go a little bit longer than that, depending on if the credit monitoring is active, if we've received payment for that client or things like that. But usually if an account comes back verified, we're waiting 30 days before um, I'm sorry, 30 days from when we last processed the file in order to send out another round of disputes. And when items come back verified, it's nothing to be afraid of. You are really looking at the account, looking at the credit report to point out errors. If you dispute a negative item one month, it comes back verified, you are looking at the credit report to point out a different error. And that's how you build up a case in order to get negative accounts off because if you continuously send out the same disputes what will happen is you may be flagged as frivolous and that basically means you're pointing out the same error they've already reinvestigated that so you can have your account flagged so that's one thing to consider when you guys may be purchasing letters from people if you continuously send out the same letter then you probably won't get any results And then um, even if an account comes back verified that, like I said, an electronic uh, electronic system usually reads that. So once you go in and point out the error, you send off your disputes again, it's pretty much rinse and repeat. Every month you get an updated credit report and it shows that the either you you've got correspondence that that account was verified or of course you still see it on your credit report. It has a updated date showing that that's when they processed the last dispute for that. And then you go and tackle it again. So some clients may actually get into a credit repair program or working on their credit themselves and get discouraged because you've um, processed their file one time, two times, three times, six times, and they are still seeing the same account on their credit report. And that's what I said earlier. Usually it just takes time to build up a case to be able to get an account off your credit report. So ultimately, if you're with another company or even if you're with me, that is we are pointing out different errors every time we process your file. So that is how you build up a case to get an account off. So I've had clients actually, they get a repo off in the first 30 days. That's because we were able to point out an error. It fell off or um, a client may be at month seven and we're just now getting that repo off. That's because back to that same process, every month we pointed out a different error in order to be able to um, have more ammunition to attack that account to get it off the credit report. Yeah, so um, I know a lot of people are wondering with credit repair, you know, how long you may be in a credit repair program. I always let um, anyone that's interested, if I have a lead come through, if I'm scheduling consultation, if we're on the phone or chatting through Messenger, 
I usually let everyone know that credit repair usually takes a minimum of 12 months. And that's because most people, they don't have credit cards when they enroll. And even if they do, maybe they have maxed out credit cards. So most people are not going to be in the position to immediately pay down high balance credit cards. It may take time. So lowering that utilization, building up positive credit, giving the dispute process time to play out, that's the reason that it takes a minimum of six months and up to like 12 months in order to be able to position yourself to have a better credit score, to buy your home, to refinance your car, to refinance your home if you're already a homeowner. And um, whatever the goal really is that you want better credit, it really just takes time to build a credit score up especially if you need repair and that's like i said making sure that we can go through many different ways to see how we can get off negative accounts medical bills um, they're not unlike any other negative account really medical bills can be removed from a credit report i i personally like medical bills a lot because it's it's not that they are easy but um because a lot of people have this idea maybe from social media or from doing their own research that just because a medical bill is reporting to your credit that it's a hipaa violation and that is the furthest thing from the truth because usually when you go into a medical office or hospital er most likely you have signed some kind of paperwork in agreement that the company or the hospital or the, the provider can share your medical records with their business partners. And that is the agreement that you agree to. So whenever it goes to collections or charge off or whatever it goes to collections, usually for medical bills, that's when you try to dispute it as a HIPAA violation. It's not a HIPAA violation because you agree that they can share your business. Um, I'm sorry, your business. You can share that they can share your medical records with their business partners. So when you see things online, like you can get these medical bills off your credit report because that's a HIPAA violation. That's very untrue. And usually if a medical bill is removed from the credit report, it's because of several other different reasons maybe the company wasn't licensed to collect in your state maybe um there were errors on the account maybe they violated in some other type of way maybe the um, balance didn't match maybe it was that account should have went to uh insurance maybe had active insurance at that time and they didn't file it it could be removed for timely billing maybe you had insurance and it wasn't filed with the insurance provider um, in time, there's so many different reasons to remove a negative account, but even just specifically medical bills that are not a HIPAA violation. So um, that's just something to consider when even you're trying to work on your own account. It's usually not removed for a HIPAA violation. Okay, that is an awesome question because it's very popular on social media right now that you want to add your kid or your teenager or your uh, you know teen going to college to your credit cards and you're able to even before they're teen sometimes um, depending on the company i believe they allow you to add up to um as soon as like age seven uh, don't quote me on that i believe that i've just actually seen that as a um an age earlier on that you can add them as an authorized user on the account 
when you ask someone that's authorized user, they are not getting a credit card unless you give them permission to get a card. Some companies actually mail them a card immediately, but it's usually mailed to you. And then you have the option to give them a card or not. But um, you are able to build their credit with your credit history. Most companies report history. Um, I believe American Express not, does not. So if your um, credit card is active, just say 20 years, you add that card to your child's profile, it's gonna look like your kid has been using 20 years of credit. That, that may vary from company to company because some companies don't actually, like I said, some companies do not give that history. And then with them giving that history, that that um, actually increases the credit score because that's the category that talks, of, talks about length of credit history. So instead of them getting their own credit card, it looks like they've been using credit for 10, 15 years or however much that account has aged. And then it even helps because they have actually a higher credit limit. If you have a card that old or even four or five years old and you have a $25,000 limit, or if you have a $10,000 limit, $5,000, $1,000, that limit is actually gonna report to their credit, helping their utilization, helping their credit mix, if really helping most of the categories that's used to calculate a credit score. And you are able to track their scores if they are at least 18 so you are not actually open to a credit profile at least until 18 so if you tried to pull your credit scores before age 18 you may not see anything even if you are older than 18 and you don't have any open credit accounts it usually takes six months for an account to build up a FICO score so there's a chance I even have clients that roll into my program that actually have no credit score at all and um that's because they may actually have only negative accounts on their credit. They haven't built up their credit. So just to answer that question, if they're underage, you're not usually going to see a credit score. Trade lines are a little bit the same as authorized user accounts. Um, usually people are thinking of trade lines as accounts that you purchase for um, exchanging that that account reports to your credit so maybe you pay $500 or $2,000 to have a stranger add you as an authorized user to their credit card and um, I don't actually do trade lines but the term trade lines can really be any account on your credit report so it really depends on how it's used but I know social media usually refers to trade lines as accounts that you are authorized user on, maybe from someone that you don't know, that is not a family member or a friend. And like I said, you purchased their credit card history to be able to report to your credit. I don't recommend it only because I don't do it in my program. I don't recommend trade lines because when you go for a mortgage, and that's pe most people's reason for being in credit repair, of course, that they want to buy a home, they want to become a homeowner and get a mortgage loan. When you go for a mortgage, if you don't have your own credit cards reporting, if you don't have, don't have your own revolving accounts, the lender may actually manually look at your credit report. And if it shows that you have a $25,000 card in your credit report, credit report, but you don't have your own open credit cards, then they can take that credit card, they can take that trade line out of the calculation for your credit scores 
and where it looks like you have a 750 credit score you really drop down to a 480 credit score or 550 credit score because you haven't built up your own credit so even if I have people in my program asking me about trade lines number one I let people know that I don't do them but I also let them know the reason that it's not best to add a trade line to your credit report because in mortgage lending they are they have the option to take it out of your credit scores but also even in FICO if you have uh, myfico.com or my FICO app that's where you're able to see all credit reports your bank card your mortgage scores your auto loan scores if you hover over a certain part in my FICO they will let you know that authorized user accounts are not included in the calculation of um, credit score so it depends on what credit score you're looking at of course but um, some credit scores they're not even included so I always recommend building up your own credit even if you start with the secure card get two $200 secure cards two $500 secure cards you will be able to boost your scores the same way that somebody with that long history built up their credit scores that's where you have to start maybe because you didn't handle your accounts in the past life happened whatever the reason um, I always um, let people know about my client. He recently got approved for a home. He literally only has two credit secured credit cards that he started with on his credit. And he was approved for his home a few months ago off of two $200 secured cards. So it does not take all of that in order to get approved for a home, in order to build up your credit scores. Um, people just kind of usually use it as a shortcut and it's not the credit score that matters if you can have a 750 credit score and still be denied because you have all these negative accounts on your credit profile or you have just not taken the time to build up your own credit so I don't recommend trade lines I don't um, sell trade lines I don't have anything to do with trade lines so that answers that question um, can't see anything else but I will say um, one thing that I know about, one thing that I know about um, people that come to me for credit repair or they're reaching out to credit repair specialists, one thing that I think is very important to know, um, even though it's only 10% of the credit score, hard inquiries um, only count for 10% of the credit score but you can have too many hard inquiries where you get denied for credit, but hard inquiries, they are, since they are, are such a low percentage of the credit score, if you have a low credit score, it's usually not due to hard inquiries. It's usually because you have high credit card balances or you have too many negative accounts. One thing about hard inquiries that I have to let a lot of people know is, especially if you have so many hard inquiries, even though um, hard inquiries last on your credit report for two years, you will physically see them on your credit report for up to 24 months. The damage that is done starts to wear off after about six months, and that's usually minimal. That's usually like three points, five points, depending on what credit model you're looking at. But the hard inquiry is not calculated into your scores at all after 12 months. So if you look at your credit reports and you see hard inquiries from um, just say May 2020 any credit um, inquiries up back from June where in July back from June 2020 and further um, before that they're actually not calculated into your scores at all also another thing is hard inquiry hard inquiries 
um, can be avoided if you do more pre-approval. So that's kind of what I touched on earlier. You can go to Capital One, you can go to Discover. Navy Federal has a new pre-qualification tool, a pre-approval tool. That really allows you to have someone, have a company, have a lender look at your credit as a soft pool to see if you may qualify. That's, that way you're not building up your credit with a whole bunch of hard inquiries. Does child support impact your credit? That is a question that I get often. Child support, depending on how it's reporting, depending on what state that you're in, usually, um, in Texas, it usually doesn't report as a collection. The only time that a, a child support account for, or account from the attorney general will impact your credit scores is if it's a collection. If it's not a collection, it's not going to be calculated. It's not going to be calculated into your credit scores at all because it's not a collection account. So it may look negative on your credit if you see it it looks like hey you getting all these late payments every month you have this high balance maybe you have arrears and that's why it's reporting because you're maybe behind on child support you had arrears but it's it's not being calculated to the score at all and um one reason that i know that is because i've researched it but also um i've removed child support from an from credit reports before and it literally had no impact on the credit score so it looks like an eyesore when you are looking at your credit reports, but it's not hurting you most times if it's not a collection account. And you guys, um, I, I still will take any other questions, but if you want to get in touch with me or if you um, want to schedule a consultation, if you have any questions about your credit, your credit scores, maybe you're interested in buying a home or um, just overall credit improvement. Most of my clients in my program are interested in home ownership, but that's not everybody's goal. Um, you can need a better credit score for an apartment. You can need a better score to refinance your car, to get a new car. Um, maybe you want dental work done. There's many different reasons to have the goal of better credit. If you are in need of credit repair, if you're in need of um, some guidance on how you can build up your credit, maybe you don't need credit repair. You just need to know where to start. You can visit my website at www.rossfinancialsolutions.com. That's R-O-S-S, -S, financial solutions with an S.com. I am on Facebook, Credit Repair by Demetria. Instagram, the same, Credit Repair by Demetria. And I'm also on TikTok. <laughs> but if you have any questions, I urge you to visit the website, book a consultation. And just to say again, I have a program we, where we don't offer monthly payments. That program is pay per delete. Basically, you enroll, you pay the enrollment fee, $199. That's for us to process your documents and do your um, credit analysis. We will let you know what's needed to build credit. And then after that, you only pay for what we can get removed from your credit report. So um, yes, I, I even used to offer monthly payments. So some some clients prefer monthly payments. We still have clients on a monthly plan, but moving forward, I decided just because um, it came off a little bit better than a monthly plan, you only pay for what we can get off your credit report. So just say you enroll, I let you know how to build credit. I let you know what items are missing on your credit reports. We help you get those added and you start seeing score increases. That next 30 days when I process your file, if you haven't had any accounts removed, you don't owe us anything for services. The only thing that you would pay monthly is for your credit reports. That's $29.99 a month so that I can see all three credit reports and scores in one place and be able to process your file for that month going forward. And then if you don't have any um, negative accounts removed, 
of course, we're still going to get on the phone, usually to set a plan for that following 30 days. If you have had a council move, that 30 days or each month after, we'll be discussing what actually came off your credit reports, if it needs to be taken care of, and what your balance is. So overall, pay per delete means that you only pay for results. And I will be on here. Uh, my show is the my show is the first Thursday of every month. I'm on Thursdays from eight to nine p.m. And I will either be on with a realtor sometimes. I may be on with by myself. I may be on with a mortgage advisor. Um, or sometimes I may even bring a guest on the show. So. Um, feel free to reach out if you think that you want to showcase your business, if you want to get your business in front of um, my audience or social media, if you want more eyes on your business, I would love to have you on. And I, I look forward to speaking with you about your credit. If you have any credit needs, if you have negative accounts on your credit report, maybe you've had a bad experience with another company, maybe you've tried to work out your credit on your own, maybe just don't know where to get started. I am here and looking forward to working with you. If you want to book a consultation, that is also on the website, book a consultation. There's a fee for consultation that is $20. Um, the good thing about the consultation, we'll go over your credit reports. If you decide to enroll, you don't actually pay any, um, you don't pay a separate consultation fee. The fee for the consultation will actually be taken off your enrollment fee. So just so it's not separate yeah i appreciate it i appreciate you for um you having me on the platform and allow me to um get my eye uh, get my business in front of more people so i am looking forward to answering any questions as far as credit building and um credit restoration um because those those are uh, pretty much two different terms credit building and credit restoration um you may need to get negative accounts off your credit or you may just need to build credit. Most times, if you only need to be um, building credit, I'm not going to enroll you. I'm just going to let you know what you may need to do to build your own credit. But yeah, again, that's my website, www.rossfinancialsolutions.com. And um, sometimes I actually even take questions in my inbox. So as long as it's not too detailed, if you have a quick question, I'm not opposed to you jumping in my inbox, asking me a few questions about your credit report. And if you decide to enroll, we'll get you set up, open up your client portal. And then of course, if it's too detailed, I may ask that you schedule a consultation, but it really depends. Um, yeah, it really depends. Um, I really even have, I have a few clients that I work with um, that are not necessarily clients in my program, but maybe they reached out about credit repair and I let them know, hey, you don't need credit repair. You don't have any negative accounts. There's no point in me enrolling you, but let's work on your credit. Add this to your credit. And they've checked in with me every few months to let me know that the credit advice helped and they've had score increases. So yeah, if you have a quick question, please feel free to inbox me as well. But it looks like we are coming to the end of the show. I will take any other questions if they are there. And um, yeah, what do you call consultations? You know what? I have never thought about that, honestly, because I haven't had a consultation with a couple. Usually the couples in my program, they just go ahead and enroll. 
if we uh, have a couple that's interested in a consultation, we'll go ahead and take it under the same consultation because usually most times they're going to be right there by each other. We can pull the credit reports and see what needs to be done. We can go over all three credit reports and scores, see if you even need credit repair. If not, we'll let you know what you need to do. If, um, if it's, as long as you're right there next to each other, then we can definitely take it under the same consultation fee. Yeah, so uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Looks like we're almost done. Um, if you um, if you are working on your own credit, I just urge you to be patient because credit repair takes time. It doesn't matter if you're with the company or you're working on your own on your own. It really does take time. You cannot rush this thing. If you have a goal for home ownership, Miss Labrita is here. Um, she's amazing. I'm really appreciative that I was connected to her. And when it comes to wanting to buy a home, I have a different team of people that I refer to. I have lenders, I have realtors. So um, when you enroll and your goal is specifically home ownership, I have a whole team that I refer you to. I even have auto dealers that I refer out as well, but I have a whole team. We're gonna start with your credit. And then after that, we're gonna get you connected with the lender. They're going to let you know what your true FICO scores are, and they will let you know maybe what your debt-to-income ratio is. If there's anything specific that needs to come off your credit report, that's what the lender will do. And then once we get your approval, we can start the homeowner process or home buying process and get you to the closing table. So I'm really excited actually today because I had a client just pre-approved a few hours ago. So that's very exciting. They actually enrolled in October. And that's pretty much kind of been the standard time frame. That's why I say it takes up to a year. So if your goal is six months from now, it's possible. It's very possible depending on where you are at. But um, if you know you have some work to do, if you know your score is usually even in the 500s, depending on what's on your credit profile, I would usually advise to give it at least 12 months to build up a, a really good credit score. That way you can have the best interest rate and be able to get approved for maybe what you're looking for is when it comes to a home loan. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is very exciting. Just having people trust me and my company with their credit. So I really appreciate the referrals. I appreciate this platform. I appreciate Kesha and Ms. Labrita offering me the opportunity to come on and let you guys know about my business. And, you know, like I said, if you need assistance, I am available here on Facebook, Credit Repair by Demetria or www.rossfinancialsolutions.com. I think that was it. If not, I will look for any other questions. And we will pretty much wrap it up. I think we only have like a minute left. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. If you watch live, I really, really appreciate it. I will be available here on Thursdays, the first Thursday of the month from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then also I may actually be available on the Power Team podcast on the first month, I'm sorry, the last Monday of the month with Miss Labrita. She's a realtor. We get on and talk. And yeah. Um, I appreciate you. Even if you watch the replay, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a good night. Thank you for watching.